Welcome to the Bill Sang Podcast. I am Bill Sang, and uh, to start off, wow, did you guys see the Ohio State-Notre Dame game last night? Pretty incredible game. It looks like that uh, things were, it was a tight game throughout the fourth quarter, and then finally the Buckeyes put it away in the last five minutes to secure the victory. Something really cool about that game is my mom and my brother Mike, they ended up going to go see the Buckeyes play against uh, Notre Dame. So really incredible, and I'm so happy the Buckeyes were able to pull it out. They looked great. I think both teams looked great. Ohio State was ranked number two going in. Notre Dame was ranked number five, and they definitely both looked the part. I think that Notre Dame is going to be a contender for quite some time this season. Ohio State, I hope they continue to do what they did yesterday, and hopefully they can be a national contender once again, as is projected by their ranking. So a couple quick announcements real quick before we get started up with the rest of the program. WilliamHSang.com has been updated significantly in many ways. For one, we added a lot of new merchandise. We added t-shirts that say the Bill Sang Podcast. There's one in blue and there's one in orange. And they're both, I'm I'm sorry, not orange, in black rather. And they're both incredible t-shirts. The blue one is blue. It says the Bill Sang Podcast has a picture of America in American flag stripes, star-spangled, so to speak. And the one that just says the Bill Sang podcast that's black, it has a microphone in the middle, and it's got orange lettering. So we'll have to show you guys what those look like before too long. And you can just go to the website, WilliamHSang.com. You'll be able to see those. Also, we have a Tumblr that is available for pre-order right now. Check that out. Really nice item if you're looking for gifts for loved ones come the holiday season, that would be a good way to go. So check out WilliamHSang.com. And also, this, this is a business, really. This is a business that we're running, the, the, the Bill Sang podcast. And as such, we, we are doing these podcasts for free, so to speak. But what would really be helpful is if you're able to visit the website, we have actually put a contributions tab in the store area so that you can help contribute to this program to fund future episodes. So we're going to continue doing as much as we can here, but the more you're able to contribute, the higher quality program we're able to put on. And I think we're doing a pretty good job just with what we have right now, but as much as you can contribute, the better. And we are so grateful for everybody that does watch the show right now. And again, check out those t-shirts and wear them around town. Uh, They look incredible. My wife designed them actually. So that's you know, shout out to her for working on those and making them look nice. So uh, on the topic of t-shirts, I came across a t-shirt. I've seen lots of t-shirts when I go on social media lately and lots of them are really, really neat. And this one kind of confused me for a little bit and I have to read what it said and you'll see why it was confusing, but then I'll read the last part of it and then it will all make sense, okay? This shirt had a fish in the middle of it and what it said was, buy a man, eat fish, he day, teach man to a lifetime. When I read that, I was like, what? It said, buy a man, eat fish, he day, teach man to a lifetime. And then the last part of it, it said that it was a quotation, so it has the dash, Joe Biden. Buy a man, eat fish, he day, teach man to a lifetime, Joe Biden. Now, disclaimer, that is not an actual Joe Biden quote, so don't think that that is an actual Joe Biden quote, but nonetheless, even 
in light of that, I still think it's hilarious. As I remember before the 2020 election, I found a video of Joe Biden screwing up the Pledge of Allegiance. And so I went to share that link on one of my social media sites. I posted it and it immediately got removed. Didn't even see the light of day on Facebook. So it just got, it just got Facebook policed, I guess. It got totally eliminated without me even having a chance to uh, show it to other people that he had difficulty even saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, rather epic, if you ask me. So, um, very incredible. Uh, uh, and a great shirt, by the way. It's not one of the shirts we have on the website. I'd love to be able to sell that shirt. Whoever created that shirt was absolutely brilliant. Uh, nonetheless, we have some special guests on the show today. Uh, we have a couple special guests on the show today. The first ones are going to be our... Our at-home dinosaur experts, Jaden and Carter Sang. Later on in this episode, I'm going to have my wife, Melissa Sang, come in too. And we'll talk about some other things. But I'm going to go ahead and get Carter and Jaden ready so they can come in here and talk about dinosaurs with me. So we got Jaden and Carter on here with yes, us. We're going to be talking about dinosaurs. Some really exciting dinosaur news that we have. Uh, they found a fossilized hadrosaur. So... Jaden, what was different about this hadrosaur? Do you know what a hadrosaur is? Yeah. What is it? It's a duck-billed dinosaur that um, that it kind of looks like an alligator. A little yeah, bit. a little bit. With a, a duck bill. With a duck bill, yeah, a little bit. Uh, what was different about this uh, about this fossil that they found? Was there anything unique about it? Um, it was red and... The skin was fossilized, huh? Carter, what do you think about that? I think it's really cool. Yeah, me too. So it was red. It had it, it had scaly skin. So that's kind of cool. It wasn't like bird-like at all. It looked a lot like a reptile, huh? Yeah, that proves evidence that they didn't have feathers. Yeah, I, I, w- I would say that that should suggest that. I don't know if scientists will believe that or not. Because they would say, oh, I never thought that hadrosaurs had feathers. I mean, you have to ask, well, why did you think that any dinosaurs have feathers to begin with? Uh, I found it fa- fascinating that inside this article, it said that it might be like the entire thing of the hadrosaur. They're actually pulling bones out of the mountainside. And that's pretty exciting. I mean, uh, last news I really knew, they was, uh, I mean, there, there's been a couple instances like this in the past, but one of the few that has got me this excited was when they found that uh, uh, tyrannosaur bone sticking out of the mountainside, and they ended up digging that out, and they found like soft tissue and all sorts of cool stuff like that, some things they didn't even come close to expecting. Um, so... Another thing they found recently, and this, that, by the way, the source for that last one, the hadrosaur, was uh, BBC. There's, it's all over the news if you're following that sort of thing. Uh, but the BBC is where I got that story from. And Answers in Genesis uh, mentioned a story that actually popped up a few weeks ago, and they're kind of late to the game with getting to it, but about plesiosaurs possibly living inside of fresh water. Do you guys know, Carter, do you know what fresh water is? Um, yeah, it's... It's water that there's... It's the type of water you can drink, right? It's the type of water that you can drink. Yeah, the type of water you can drink. doesn't have salt in it. And before they were thinking that plesiosaurs probably lived in the ocean and stuff. And now they're thinking, maybe it lived in fresh water too. If they didn't just live in the ocean, like let's say that, you know, we we have water around here. Let's say they lived in the pond behind us. Would that be interesting? Yeah. What would make that so interesting? 
That there's a dinosaur living right next to us. That would make it very fascinating if we had a dinosaur living right next to us. So that would mean they'd be very similar to alligators and crocodiles. And turtles. And turtles. They, they found a fossilized plesiosaur inside of a riverbed. And to me, that doesn't necessarily say whether or not it was freshwater or saltwater because uh, if you believe that uh, these fossils came about because of a global flood, uh, then they could have started off in the ocean and ended up in a river, or they could have started off in a river and ended up in an ocean. I know there's a lot of ideas behind uh, where plesiosaurs live that, um, that are based on preconceived notions of what they are versus um, actual factual information. Um, so very fascinating topic nonetheless. But what I want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, we saw Jurassic World Dominion, and uh, we were going to have an episode where we talked to you guys about that, and we talked to you guys about um, other other things in relation to dinosaurs. I want to focus on just dinosaurs in movies. What, Carter, what did you think about Jurassic World Dominion? Um, I think it is really fascinating. Yeah, it is. Yeah, fascinating. What was fascinating about it? Um, that it had, it had lots, lots of dinosaurs in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Jaden, what were your thoughts on What's your review of Jurassic World Dominion? I liked the Giganotosaurus. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool that they had him. I, I liked the locusts. Oh, yeah, they had lo- giant locusts in it. Yep. I just wanted to say it out. Um, I thought the Quetzalcoatlus was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I liked the Quetzalcoatlus scene. Um, um, Lots of good stuff about it. I saw that they had a Dimetrodon in there. It's about time yeah, they oh, got a Dimetrodon. Yeah, they had a Dimetrodon. They finally they finally got that one in. I thought that was a pretty cool scene, too. Uh, what do you think was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite Jurassic Park or Jurassic World movie? Um, I think I liked um, the Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. Carter, what about you? Um, I think it's that that dinosaurs are actually monsters. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's your favorite uh, Jurassic World movie? Do you have a favorite one? Um. The first one. I the don't one, the third really one? know. Don't really know. But they're all kind of fun, huh? What's your favorite dinosaur in those? Um, maybe the T Rex. Yeah, the T Rex. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I. And I, I might like Giganotosaurus the most. The Giganotosaurus is pretty cool. And I like the Therizinosaurus, too, that's in Jurassic he World. He kicked Dominion. the crap out of the T-Rex. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty hardcore. It was pretty hardcore. and Somewhat gratuitous, but, you know, it, they had to have a Tyrannosaurus Rex fight a Giganotosaurus eventually. So we got that fight. Finally, about time. So, all right. Well, cool. Well, guys, you've been excellent on this segment. So we got to talk about our dinosaurs in Jurassic World Dominion. So, guys... Thank you so much for joining us for today. We're going to continue the rest of the show. So as we continue our show today, uh, on a similar topic, not exactly the same, I also found it interesting that on Answers in Genesis, that this is the first time I've seen this article. Uh, I'm sure they've cited several sources on it, though. Uh, Nonetheless, is the Great Barrier Reef. Have you ever heard of the Great Barrier Reef? It's a huge coral reef uh, off the coast of Australia. Uh, And it is... One of the few structures that you can actually see from outer space, uh, only living organism, I guess you can say, that you can see from outer space. And I remember hearing about it a lot. I mean, I heard about it obviously in school, but last time I heard about it 
was on a um, glass bottom boat ride, I guess you can call it, uh, where we were checking out a barrier, uh, checking out a coral reef in Florida. And what they are telling us is that the coral reefs, uh, the Great Barrier Reef, would be gone within my lifetime. So I was wondering about that. I wasn't sure where they got that idea from. But then Answers in Genesis, they posted this article on their website that was titled, Great Barrier Reef Sees Record Coral Comeback. And so the, the Great Barrier Reef is actually getting bigger now. So in other words, they are now projecting that it is not in danger and that it's not going to fade out of existence anytime soon. So if you like coral reefs, if you like scuba diving and snorkeling and checking out these great natural phenomenons, you can still check out the Great Barrier Reef for many years to come if you're in the area of Australia. So I think that um, that's wonderful news that we are not going to be losing that. The presuppositions behind that were man-made damage and also climate change. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of politics involved in saying the Great Barrier Reef would be gone soon. In fact, it's kind of interesting to see that some of the scientists say, don't worry, it might still disappear within our lifetimes. But that'd be tragic, though, at the same time. So kind of comical how they handle the Great Barrier Reef. I just, for one, think it's great news that it looks like the, the coral is, great, is growing and it's uh, growing at a record pace right now. So my final guest for today is going to be my wife, Melissa. And we are going to be talking about the city that we live in, Finley, Ohio. And so I'm going to have her on here. All right, I got my wife, Melissa, here on the Bill Sang Podcast. We're going to be telling you a little bit about Finley. That's where we live. And uh, Melissa, why did you come to Finley? I came um, because of the University of Finley. Because of the University of Finley. Where'd you come from? Um, from Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio. And uh, why'd you stay in Finley? Um, because I met you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we, we met when uh, she was at the University of Finley. I was going to Weinbrenner Theological Seminary at the time. And uh, we met and we got married. So uh, she ended up stick, sticking around here. Got kind of stuck uh, because of me. And uh, we've been in Finley uh, for our whole marriage. We've been married for 12 years now. And so you've been here, uh, what, you were, were in college four years at University of Finley? Something like that, Something yeah. like that. So <laughs> Since 2006. So she's been here quite yeah. some time now. Um, and uh, even though uh, neither one of us is native, I was actually born in uh, Dover, Ohio. But I've lived here pretty much my whole life, though, regardless. So uh, fairly native to Finley uh, myself. But there's a lot of things, you know, over, over the time we've been here, we've noticed there's a lot of things to appreciate about Finley. And first thing I want to talk about is this one about the safety of the community of Finley, Ohio. And uh, we were looking at uh, some of the surrounding areas. And Melissa, what did we learn about uh, some of the other places around Ohio? We'll just say Ohio in general. Yeah, we were looking at crime rates just in different cities um, and just to see how you know, how it is in different places of the state. And, um, you know, a lot of Ohio's great. I think um, we love going to Cedar Point and, um, you know, there's, you know, Columbus. Like, there's so many places around there we enjoy. And yeah, for myself, I, I uh, looked up a uh, an area not too far away from Finley, and their crime rate was something like either 1 in 30 or 1 in 60, 1 in 30 or 1 in 60 chance of being a victim of a violent crime or property damage. 
And uh, I was like, man, I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad. So I was like, well, let, let, let's look that up in comparison to Finley. So Melissa actually pulled it up about what the comparison to Finley was. And Finley was like one in 600 chance of being a victim of a violent crime or property damage. So huge, huge difference right there. Uh, in comparison to the likelihood that you're going to be a victim of a violent crime or property damage. So we are grateful having a family and having two uh, young boys ourselves uh, to be able to live in a community that is as safe as what Finley is. Well, what else do you like about Finley? We also um, really appreciate the food in Finley. <laughs> There's just so many places to go that I'm a pretty picky eater and there's a lot of places that accommodate for what I like. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Lots of places that accommodate for what you like. Um, you'll see there's lots of pizza places in Finley. We have a Heavenly Pizza. And actually, I interviewed uh, Josh Elkert not, not horribly long ago for uh, the Made in Finley segment of the Bill Singh podcast. You have Joey, for, I always get the name wrong, Joey Fratelli's, Joey Fratello's. Um, it's a it's a pizza place here in Finley, also really good. But of course, you got your run of the mill stuff though too. You have your Pizza Huts, your Domino's. Um, is Marco's run of the mill? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know we have a Marco's. We have East Chicago. We have, we have uh, Dougie John's. We have pizza places galore yeah. in Finley. Um, so it's in, incredible. Uh, but again, that's just one element of the food industry. We have Dietz's, yep. uh, which is an ice cream place. It was it's like, like number two or something like that in America. Yeah, like, like the number two ice cream or, or chocolate place or something like that in, in the country. Uh, absolutely incredible place to get ice cream from. We have Archie's, uh, which is another ice cream place. It's drive through ice cream place. And they've done they've been around forever. And they're an incredible, um, they, incredibly efficient is what yep. they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we have um, just other restaurants as well. Melissa, what, what's your favorite restaurant in Finley? I like um, I like Panera a lot, and especially since they have a drive-through. <laughs> and I like Bob Evans because it's so close to us, and they have like you know just good home cooking. You know, um, it seems like their ingredients are pretty fresh. And we have two of those, and we used to always get a Chipotle, and we have two of those, which is good you know for a small town and um yeah I guess um I don't know I we like the tavern a lot the tavern at the inn is the full name of that one we have a lot of favorite restaurants around here so um and if if you haven't noticed there's a lot of choices as she said there's a now and the second Chipotle is new we get two Chipotles we have two Bob Evans a Cracker Barrel um, oh, Five Guys. That's five Guys. Favorite. We, yeah. we have a Five Guys. Um, uh, you know, we we have a two of the big name fast food restaurants: um, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Uh, we have two of each one of those, which is pretty incredible. But not, to me, it's incredible. We got two Chipotle's. Like, who has two Chipotle's aside from like small yeah. yeah, aside from going to a big city where they have like you know suburbs and all that going on. But man, we got two in fairly close proximity, one on each end of town, uh, which is pretty cool. What other sorts of businesses exist inside of Finley um, that uh, that make things convenient? Um, well, you know, we also like Hobby Lobby and, oh, also Kroger and Meyer. Like, Meyer's amazing because they have everything. And I think their brand, like, even their store brand is, like, actually good quality. It's, um, you know... 
they have like an all natural store brand, which is, you know, I know the Meyer brand is really good. Um, and also Kroger too. Um, but it's just great because, you know, we drive through a lot of small towns, um, you know, and when we're traveling and, um, they might have a dollar general or something, but we're just really thankful, you know, to live in Finley. Um, yeah. And, Awesome. Yeah, lots of places we've driven through. They like have a dollar general like on the edge of their community. Uh, we got two WalMarts for crying out loud. We got two WalMarts, one on each end of town, which is like wow. What, what, what small town has or small city has two WalMarts, and we got two Krogers, and uh, that's not to mention that we also have a, a local uh, grocery store known as Great Scott. We got two of those as well. I mean, we are we are very spoiled people in Finley. I don't know how much people appreciate it uh, that have been here for a while, but it is really incredible to be able to live in a in a city where uh, we're so well taken care of. With the businesses just are um, all over the place, and there, there's no short supply of the essentials for living inside of our community, which is just absolutely great. Um, I can think of also uh, recreationally speaking. What about like parks? Yeah, there's so many parks you know that we enjoy and um you know because being outside is important to us and our kids and so um that's always nice to and you know going to the pool and things like that um yeah it's almost like we're kind of all set you know in our community and something else I do appreciate um when I talk to other people is the doctors that we have in Finley it's like amazing you know some people have to wait like months to get in to see their doctor and in a lot of different places and I don't I mean I don't know how other people are but um I've never had to wait that long like for anything you know the dentist um you know any kind of doctor or therapy or um and uh, like the quality of the care is like wow like you know um I know my mom had therapy here and you know with the hex um you know at their NWO and it's like, um, well, you know, their therapists there and it's, it's amazing, you know. And I, I wanted to, I'm glad you mentioned the Heck brothers because, well, there's Dr. Heck and there's Dr. Hecht, um, and they're actually brothers, they're twins. And, uh, um, uh, I, I guess it's maybe for like copyright purposes or something like that, that they had to change one of their last names in order, uh, for that to work out exactly. But, uh, my goodness, I think that we are a very blessed community to have such people, uh, such high caliber high quality um physicians here in our town um as uh, i everybody i've ever heard go to them like just have wonderful reviews about their experience at uh, nwo uh, northwest orthopedics is what it's called um and uh, you said that your mom actually had physical therapy over at nwo uh and i, I have to agree I like well. yeah what's that and i did as well you did as well and actually uh, i met dr Heck, uh, when Dr. Heck, when I had broken my ankle in wrestling, and I think that was my family's first interaction with Dr. Heck. And ever since then, our our, our lives, my family's uh, like, um, and 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 their practices have just kind of been intertwined in just so many ways, as far as like surgeries and so forth that have been performed, and uh, our involvement uh, uh, in in their business, and in that way, as customers, I mean, in in that regard, as patients. And uh, they just do a remarkable job, incredible job every single time. And we're so grateful to have them in the community. Uh, so very grateful for our healthcare practitioners here in Finley. 
Um, my goodness, I think that we can go on and on and on about the different things that we like about here. But is there anything else that sticks out to you that you want to get out there before we move on here? Um, I just know that, like, you know, we really appreciate our community, and we hope that other people do as well. And, um, yeah, that's something that we want to do more of, like, you know, helping people, even no matter where they're at, to appreciate um, what they have because I think it makes it even better. Yeah, and on that note right there, um, part of this podcast is a little segment called the Made in Finley segment, and I have actually done that with a couple people. You heard me say about, uh, I almost called him Dr. Josh Elkert, but (laughs) Josh Elkert uh, of Heavenly Pizza here in Finley, Uh, just how they serve the community and everything, but they're just, on top of their community service, they're just an incredible business with Heavenly Pizza. Um, but also I've interviewed um, uh, Dr. Brent Sleesman from Weinbrenner Theological Seminary, the president out there, and my dad, Dr. John Sang, who's an optometrist, and his practice is right next door to Domino's Pizza. But I would love to have a lot more people, uh, local business owners here in Finley, to come on the podcast, promote your business, and let us know how you got started and what your vision is for your uh, business and how you've been involved with the community and how uh, you've been able to appreciate the community as it has helped your business and your families to be able to thrive as a result. So again, that's the Made in Finley segment of the Bill Sang podcast. So get a hold of me uh, if you are interested in taking part in that. So that's the show for today. I'd like to thank you for joining us on the Bill Sang podcast. Again, I'd like to remind you to visit WilliamHSang.com. Again, we got some t-shirts, we got some merchandise up there for you to check out to help support this show. And uh, if you just want to contribute something and you aren't interested in buying any sort of merchandise, stop by there anyway because we do have a contributions button there as well as right now we don't have anything to subscribe to, so to speak. Everything we've done so far is absolutely free and we're going to continue to do that as long as we can here. Uh, So like, thank you again for joining us for today's episode of the Bill Sang Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.